Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Let's talk about entrepreneurs, right? And what we can learn uh, as senior business leaders, even in a multinational corporation, what can you learn from entrepreneurs and the way that they do things differently? Are there some lessons? Are there some takeaways for that? Joining us to talk about that now is uh, executive uh, speaker and coach, Anwar Juma Boy, welcome today to Money FM Weekend Mornings, Saturday mornings. Great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, guys. And I know that you was were a fascinating show, right? Well, thank you. I know you were looking at that. And uh, okay, so are there any takeaways from uh, entrepreneurs? And you got to say, yeah. so, drug traffickers are pretty so, big entrepreneurs, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, Glenn and, and and Neil, that entrepreneurs are amoral. And you know what does amoral mean? Amoral means that in, in the book that, that I wrote, we interviewed uh, over 100 people, many of them entrepreneurs, and they're basically amoral because morality doesn't come from a practice, right? You, you, and, and the big debate is where does morality come from, right? But entrepreneurs are not different people. They just do things differently. And in the case of Kun, Kunsa, you know, what do entrepreneurs do, right? They create a product and they sell it to somebody. And and that's what he did. He, and and as as Dean Johnson, you know, very appropriately said, he built the perfect product at the perfect time, at the, the perfect market. I mean, perfect price, <laughs> good dream. distribution, the, all of that. Yeah, right? I mean, that's a, yeah. that's the dream for every entrepreneur, right? Yeah. I mean, and and what's happening today is that there's disruption happening everywhere, right? And and so these guys, being entrepreneurs, they're saying. Hey, if we can't make it here, we'll make it there. If we can't make it there, we'll make it here. And, and, and that's essentially what's happening to companies, right? Companies today don't have to look down the street for the resources. Mm. And if you, are company, if you are competing with somebody else and he is not looking down the street for resources, but you are, I'm yeah. sorry, but you know, you're, you're not in a good shape. And just to be clear, there, we are in no way glorifying or saying that <laughs> of course not. the illegal trade that some people may uh, be involved in is any kind of a model that people should have. But you're talking more or less at a high level in yeah. terms of – And on that point, exactly. two of them yeah. are dead and one of them is in prison. So it's hardly an <laughs> advert for, for drug trafficking. But Anwar, I'm fascinating in your they, point. They don't, they don't last long. Look at, look yeah, at of course. Uh, look, all of them. It's yeah. five years, six years, they're dead. Exactly. Because somebody else wants to take their place. Yeah. Organized crime, you're either dead or in prison. Uh, but I'm interested in the point you just made there, Anwar. You know, we're talking to Anwar Jimaboy about what you can learn from being an entrepreneur and how to run their business. That entrepreneurs are essentially amoral. Um, what, what did you mean by that? I'm fascinated by that. So basically, entrepreneurs are driven by a passion to get something done. And in the entrepreneurs that we've spoken to, the question of right and wrong is not up there in the pecking order, right? And so when they say, okay, let's, gonna, let's make this product, but the regulation says, you know, iffy, can you do it? Can you not do it? You know, fintech is a perfect example. Do we go to the regulator and say, please, sir, can I get approval? Or do we just do it and, and make sure that it's okay, right? So the, the, the moral issue doesn't come across... Um, as a priority. It's very different for, for, for NGOs, right? And for NGOs, of course, they're driven by that, you know, I want to help people. And that's why NGOs, and one of the things entrepreneurs have is passion and purpose. And, 
NGOs naturally have that mm. because they have passion and purpose and then people come and join them. You know, you talk about companies. The problem with companies today is they've forgotten what their passion and purpose is. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. They because need to really focus. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Glenn, so they've been going through so long that somehow it's become mechanical. It's become process. And they've forgotten. And, and when I was at Tune Hotel, it's a budget hotel group. We managed to put purpose back in. We're proud of the fact that we build budget hotels. We're proud of the fact that we build small rooms. We save the environment. We make sure the air conditioner turns off when you walk out the door. It's not something to be ashamed of. Mm. And when I was at Tune, we, we turned that perception completely around. Yeah. Be proud of working here. And, and that's what companies need to do. Sorry, Glenn. Passion, no, I was just going to say passion and purpose. That's a great place to start. Give us maybe a, your top three um, entrepreneurial uh, takeaways. What The passion and purpose, we get that. What are some other just on the ground things that entrepreneurs do or, or ways of looking at, at the world or at their business that would be applicable to a senior manager at, a, at an, M, uh, you know, an MNC or even an SME? So if you take a senior manager, right, what's a senior manager or an owner's responsibility? It's to make sure the continuity of the business, mm. right? That's his job. That's his job. His job is to make sure of the continuity of the business. And he's in a competitive environment. So he's competing with other people who may not follow his rules, right? Right. So if you're competing with somebody else and your competition is going outside your border to get resources or your competition is changing the product or being more innovative, etc., he's going to beat you. So for, 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 for senior leaders, I would say there's three critical things that you need to do. Number one, really understand what you do well. Mm. Right? That's critically important. Understand what you do well. And in a sense, it means why are people buying from you? So that's, that's critical. The second thing I would say is that can you find a way to do it better, cheaper, faster? Right? So what do you do well? Can you find a way to do it better, cheaper, and faster? And then the third is we already talked about. How do you embed passion and purpose into your company? And these are the only three things that, that a senior manager, a business owner needs to do. Because they are in competition. And today, you know, in a, in, a, in a VACA world, in an open world, hey, your employees can be in Panama, hmm. you know, in, in Portugal, in Estonia, right? And your customers can be equally dispersed. And so you, you really need to think about these things. What are you good at? Can you do it better, cheaper, faster? And the third is... How do you build passion and purpose into your organization? Anwar, that's very interesting. But it, someone could say there's a, there's a contradiction there because what often comes in, a, a new CEO comes in with the mandate to save money, as you mentioned. So the obvious way right. and the cheapest way is to cut costs. Sometimes it's employees. It happens at big you know, right. retrenchments. So he comes in, he retrenches 10, 20% of the company. End of year, he's, hem- he's stopped the hemorrhaging for that year. But then... Correct. It negates the passion and purpose, doesn't it? Because you've got rid of staff, right. morale dips, people look elsewhere right. for new work, opportunities exactly. to thinking, I'm only going to get retrenched next year anyway, so I start looking elsewhere, yep. my productivity dips. So there's a slight contradiction there. On the one hand, you're trying to 
save money, save costs, reduce revenue, uh, sorry, increase revenues, but cut costs at the same time. And on the other hand, mm -hmm. retain the passion and purpose. How do you do both? Okay, so when it comes to cutting costs, you, you, you need to be very clear that you don't cut costs where it touches the cust customer, right? Singapore Airlines is a perfect example of how to do it well. When they decided to save money, they saved money on areas that did not touch the customer experience. If you hurt the customer experience, you are not serving, saving cost. You are destroying value. And unfortunately, in some companies where the finance function becomes so powerful, they only look at saving costs because they can say, hey, this is the, this is the p and from last month. You know, wh wh where can I save money? These are the wrong people to run an organization. You need the people who say, I'm going to find revenue. I'm going to find business. Mm. And to your second point about, about uh, purpose, and I, I, I started working in Singapore in a shipyard, right? And at that time, there were three major shipbuilders, okay? Ourselves, Keppel, and two other shipyards. We had a reputation of not doing retrenchment. It was just, that was the philosophy. And when we came to a downturn, we all innovated, right? So nobody came to us and said, hey, um, you need to do something. We just collectively decided that, hey, I'm a naval architect. If my shipyard closes down, I don't have a job. Yeah. There ain't that many shipyards, right? So we innovated. We found new customers. We found new ways of doing things. We introduced technology. And we just went up the value chain. And so today, I mean, I, I, I think 40 years or 35 years after I left the shipyard, it's still around. Mm. Whereas the shipyard I worked at, uh, at Neil in, in the UK, in, in Sunderland, eight years after I left, closed down mm. because they had unions protecting everybody's job. It was so compartmentalized. The plumbers protected the plumbers. The, the electrical man protected the electrical man. I was in the office. Somebody protected our jobs. Collectively, everybody thought they were great, doing a great job protecting each other's job. But nobody protected the shipyard. Yeah, no innovation. Yeah, the final product. Yeah, yeah. Anwar, you know, you too expensive. Uh, sorry, I was just gonna. Uh, sorry for jumping in. I was just gonna say, you know, you you. This is your business. You do leadership and entrepreneurial cultural shifts and things like that. When you go into, let's say, an MNC, what kind of resistance do you get to having this discussion about being more entrepreneurial? Is it just that some people aren't necessarily cut out to be entrepreneurs or or able to have that mindset, or are there real systemic challenges to bringing an entrepreneurial mindset into a very structured organization. Mm. How do you start with that? If someone's listening right now and they say, yeah, I get you, I think it's great, but it's never going to work in my company. How do you, how do you get them to start? Well, to be even more blunt, mm. uh, you know, quite conservative, traditional Singaporean companies Absolutely, as well. yeah, as part, yeah. So, so I, 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 you know, I do one very simple thing. I talk to the frontline, the customer-facing people. And I ask them, what's their issue? And I can tell you, Glenn and Neil, in 99 out of 100 times, their issue is not the customer. Their issue is internal. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> inside the organization is asking them to sell more, but yeah. tying their hands. Yeah, yeah. To be more customer-oriented, but tying their hands. That will, that will not be a surprise to anyone listening to this show today, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, these organizations get yeah. so stuck in process, they forget about outcome. Right. 
and 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 then you need to so you need to find these people and i call them the custodians of procedure mm. and these are the people who always tell you you can't do it cannot and they are from you are from <laughs> they are from hr they are from finance they are from legal if these people become so powerful in your organization whose job is it to sell i mean i've had so many run-ins with my legal department when i worked with Mm. You can't do this. Why? Okay. So I said, let's swap jobs. You do my job, I do your job. <laughs> I don't have an issue with that. Right? Your see, job is just worrying see about how the that past. goes. <laughs> exactly. Your job is worrying about the past. My job is worrying about the future. That's uh, such a good point. I love uh, that. Custodians of procedure. Yeah. I, I think he's nailed the Singaporean <laughs> work culture in three words. Custodians <laughs> of procedure. I'm going to steal that and use it forever. What do we do about it? What do we do about so our custodians you, of procedure? You, you, so you need to do two things, right? One is you need to reassure these people that they're not going to be out of a job. Yeah. Because what happens today is that, you know, we're, we're going into an open world. I'm going to ask you to make it brief, uh, Anwar, because we're bumping sure. up against yeah. the top of the so, hour. Yeah. So you, you, you have to reassure them that they're not going to lose their job. And then you need to get them out of the way. Yeah. Simple as that. Perfect. Anwar, how do people get in touch with you if they want to know more about uh, leadership and entrepreneurial culture? If they want to shoot the custodian of the procedure, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn and, uh, and my URL is anwarjumaboy.com. Perfect. J-U-M-A-B-H-O-Y. Anwar, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate Pleasure. your time. Thank it, you so much. It's a great topic, and I'm sure we'll have you back on in the future to talk a little bit more about it. Have, have a great rest of the weekend. Look forward to it. Cheers. Yeah. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.